You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, everybody. I hope you had a really good holiday weekend as uh, we get rolling right here on Listen Up. Grant Napier with you. And again, I hope you had a good extended weekend. Always great to have you here on Listen Up. We've got the NBA Finals getting underway in 48 hours. We'll talk about Golden State and Boston. The uh, Stanley Cup playoffs down to the conference finals, finally. I did a rant on this. Can you believe that if the Rangers-Tampa or the Edmonton-Colorado series goes seven and the Stanley Cup finals goes seven, that your hockey season would end on June 30th. That's right, June 30th. How about that for you? Amazing, June 30th. It could happen. You know, why not, right? Maybe next year we'll go past the 4th of July, for crying out loud. So uh, we got that we can talk about. Uh, Anything else? Hard to believe that this is the last day of May. Isn't it amazing that tomorrow... Is June 1st. You know what else is amazing? It was two years ago today that I put out on Twitter, all lives matter, every single one. And poof, it was like, wow, I guess you can't say all lives matter, every single one. Really? Why not? You know, please put that on my tombstone, would you please? Please put whenever I die, all lives matter, every single one. You can't say all lives matter. Then what the hell is wrong? Seriously, we got a lot of issues in this country, but that was two years ago today. Unbelievable. It really is. Hey, you know what I want? I want your phone calls. We can talk about whatever you want. Now, my schedule is a little crazy this week. Uh, Tomorrow, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do a show or not. So you're just going to have to monitor the app. I'll notify you on my Twitter account at Grant Napier Show. Uh, don't know yet, all right? It's out of my control. If I can do a show, you know I will do it. Then 100% will be doing a show Thursday and then Friday. Uh, Friday, I'm actually going to be at the Marlins-Giants game in Miami as uh, one of my best friends is working the plate for that game. So I will go watch him work home plate for the Giants and the Marlins on Friday, but I'll still do my show. I'll probably do it from the ballpark. And, uh, you know, we can have some fun doing that. All right. So I will be doing my show from uh, the ball game on Friday. The game won't start, but I'll, I'll find a, well, it won't be hard to find a quiet place in that ballpark. No one goes to their games. So that will not be, that will not be a problem. You may hear some music in the background. 
But uh, in terms of finding a quiet place in that ballpark, or at least a place where nobody's around, that will be very easy. That'll be very easy. I would think that the uh, Giants fans will show up, but you know, I don't know how many San Francisco Giants fans there are uh, down in South Florida. So I've got that. Uh, I'll be doing that show uh, for you on Friday. All right. If you want to talk NBA finals, who do you like? You know, I can't believe the debate going on as it relates to Jimmy Butler and whether we, whether he should have taken that three or not. I mean, are we really having that conversation? I mean, if it's not for Jimmy Butler, the Miami Heat aren't even in that position. I mean, the guy was like Superman in that series. And we're really having a debate whether we should have taken that three in that situation. First of all, if he made the shot, uh, the game's not over. Boston still would have had a possession with a lot of time on the clock. So you can't say that, you know, had he made that shot, Miami would have won and be, they'd be playing in the NBA Finals because we don't know that. All right? So let's not get carried away on that shot. I mean, he was great. And, you know, first of all, you saw what Butler did in game six. I mean, it was amazing how well he played. And isn't it interesting that home court didn't mean anything in the Eastern Conference Finals? meant nothing. meant absolutely nothing. Home court was a non-factor between Boston uh, and Miami. Then you have Golden State. And to me, boring injury to Curry, they're going to beat Boston. I think it's going to be a lengthy series. Uh, I think Boston will definitely win a couple of games. I mean, they have some excellent, excellent players too, but I don't see the Warriors being beat right now. I just think from top to bottom, uh, they are a better team. So if you want to talk NBA Finals, that gets underway on Thursday, we'll do that. If you want to talk NHL, uh, I'll be happy to do that as well as we're down to the uh, Final Four baseball. Anything else that is going on, I uh, hope you had a chance to listen to my podcast today. If not, uh, you can check it out on your favorite podcast platform, or you can go to my website, if you don't like that, uh, .com. So again, uh, may not have a show tomorrow. It's out of my control. If I can do it, I will. And then Thursday and Friday, uh, coming your way at 3 Pacific. And again, I hope you had a really good weekend. Uh, I watched hockey all weekend. I know that's some life, huh? I, I just, I love watching hockey. I, I really do. And when I say I watch hockey all weekend, when there was no game on Sunday, I didn't know what to do. I was like, wait a minute, you know? Uh, and I'll tell you, if you are, if you, if you're a sports fan and you don't know who Connor McDavid is, just do yourself a favor. Watch 20 minutes of the game tonight between Edmonton and Colorado. Number 97 for Edmonton, Connor McDavid is the closest thing to Wayne Gretzky that you can have. The guy is amazing. I mean, he's absolutely incredible uh, for the Edmonton Oilers. So if you want to see greatness, no, it's not the great one, but it's greatness. Uh, watch Connor McDavid uh, play tonight. All right. We've got phone calls to get to. So why don't we start off and we check in with Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how are you today? Great, Grant. How, how the heck are you? I'm, I'm well, thank you. Hey, so I, I'm glad you touched on that uh, Jimmy Butler thing. I, you know, I messaged you about it. I mean, everybody's making a big deal about it. But, I mean, he was open and he, he was phenomenal. So my question is to you is, why does the MVP, like 90-something percent of the time, always go to the 
winning winning team and who can you remember that wasn't on the winning team that got the MVP because by all rights Jimmy Butler was the MVP of that series yeah you could certainly make an argument for it I guess it's fashionable to just give it to a player uh, on the winning team but yeah you could definitely make an argument uh, that he was the most viable player in that series so you know I don't have a problem with going to Tatum you know I, I really don't but Generally speaking, you asked me when's the last time. Uh, I didn't. I don't know. I'd have to go back and do some research yeah. on that. I really don't know. It, yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't happen very often. So, hey, so the other thing I got was I, I wanted, you know, I, 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 uh, I don't watch hockey that much, but I've been to. I when I was a kid, I, we had the seals in San Francisco. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Oh Cow, yeah, of course I do. At the Cow Palace, I used to go watch them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I won, I won tickets of my paper route, and it was a big thrill for me. And I've gone to the Sharks games when I lived down there, and I followed them when they were real good with, with Thornton and the guys. And but uh, yeah. at any rate, well, you know, Marcel. I don't know if Marcel Dion was playing back then. You know, when you were there, but I mean, he was one of the great players. You know, uh, right. but yes, go ahead. I'm sorry, I just wanted to throw that in, Marcel Dion. You know, played there for a while. It was, you know, one of the great players uh, of his generation. But go ahead. Right. So my question to you is, uh, with all these sports, you know, dummying it down, like football with the hits, basketball, like I sent you, you know, with the Larry Bird Lambeer. I mean, I watch that guy, the New York Rangers, just clocked that yeah. guy. Uh, yeah. With with Carolina, was it Carolina? Yeah. Uh, Yes, it was last Holy, night, game seven. He knocked him right out of the game. I mean, so is hockey the last sport that we're going to see that you can really check and get away with that kind of stuff? Yeah, you know what the rule is? He didn't leave his feet. It was a clean hit. Um, and, you know, if, if he had left his feet, in other words, if he had, you know, gotten a little air under his skates, uh, he would have been suspended probably for the rest of the playoffs, but it was a clean hit mm-hmm. uh, by hockey standards. I'm not really sure mm-hmm. h- how you could take that out of hockey. I understand where you're going with that, but it, it would be very difficult. I think it would right. change the sport uh, dramatically. And I'll tell you something else that you got to keep in mind. And I've had this conversation with a lot of NHL players. Okay. So it's not mm-hmm. my opinion. I've talked to a lot of players in the national hockey league about this, about whether or not it would be better to have fighting and the rough stuff abolished from sport. And they all say, no, it would not be better for the game. And the reason for that is they feel that there would be more stick work and the sticks are more dangerous than anything. They feel that the sticks would be used more as a weapon, which would actually uh, make the sport more dangerous and more susceptible to injuries. So the players that I've talked to, and again, I've talked to numerous players about this, they feel that would be bad for the game if you took that away from the sport. So there'd be more hooking and more cross. There'd be more, the the word is spearing. They feel that the the stick would be used as an aggressor and an aggressive uh, move for spearing. So, and by the way, if you notice, you very rarely see fighting in the playoffs in the National Hockey League because the team does not want to get not only a five-minute major for fighting, they don't want to give the two-minute two instigator. The person that starts to fight will get a two-minute instigator, which means your team 
is shorthanded for two minutes. And so you don't see a lot of fighting in the playoffs in the National Hockey League. Very rarely do you see fighting in the playoffs. Right. I seen how much the uh, the tickets were to get into uh, the Rangers game. Holy smokes. Yeah, five times more than go to the Carolina game. If you, if you went to Madison Square Garden, you were paying five times more than what you would have paid to get a ticket to go watch Carolina play. Amazing. Well, uh, I guess the is the Rangers is that your team? Yeah, let's go Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> so that when's the last time they won the Stanley Cup? 1994. I was at games three, four, five, six, and seven. They beat Vancouver. They were up three games to one. Wow. Lost game five at the Garden. Lost game six in Vancouver, and then won game seven, three, two at Madison Square Garden. 1994 was the last time they were in the Cup. They and, but they were in the Cup. They lost to the LA Kings a couple wasn't, of years ago. Uh, wasn't Esposito on the Rangers? No. Uh, well, he was, but not then. No. Uh, no uh, much oh. earlier than that. M earlier than that in his career. Uh, back oh, then, okay. um, the Rangers star was Mark Messier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Listen. Best bumper sticker I ever saw was a kid. I was on the Long Island Expressway. All right? And there was a bumper sticker talking about Phil Esposito, number 77, one of the great, great players, uh, both for the Boston Bruins and the New York Rangers. But the, the, uh, the bumper sticker said, Jesus saves, but Espo scores on the rebound. And that, that, was, that was one of the best bumper stickers I've ever seen. Jesus saves, but Espo scores on the rebound. So, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, that was a good hilarious. one. All right, man. All you right, be Brad, good. You take it easy. Bye-bye. Take it easy. I'll never forget that. I just thought that was an absolute classic. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls on this Tuesday edition of Listen App, and we say hello to Al. Hey, Al. How was your weekend? Good, Grant. Can you hear me, buddy? Yes, sir. Oh, it's good, man. Hey, congratulations. I won't wish By the way, first off, I'm not going to wish you a happy anniversary. I hope you're not offended by that. <laughs> No, it's all good, buddy. <laughs> it's all good. I'm not, I'm oh, not offended, but I do get a laugh out of that. So thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, congratulations to your Rangers band. All I can say is, you know, it was nice for me. So watching these teams just kind of lay down in the bad games in the NBA. It was nice for me to watch a team that seemed to really want it and showed a lot of moxie and, and overcoming. I mean, how many elimination games is this that they've won now? Since the playoffs started, I think it's something like six or seven. Yeah, they've done. They, they have. They were down in the uh, Pittsburgh series, and they had to go win Game Six in Pittsburgh. They won a Game Seven uh, at home. They were down in this series. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, they they they've got a lot of resolve to them. There's no question about that. Quick question for you, because I was following. A, I watched some of the game, and uh, my question. I tried to look this up on Google. The Rangers goalie got two assists in in, in yes. that game, and how I'm trying to figure this out. So if he blocks the shot, it, it, in any way it goes off his pads or he blocks the stick, like there, another Ranger player immediately assumes control, takes it down, and scores. No. no, no, he has to actually pass the puck. It's the last two. It's the last two players that touched the puck a save would not be uh touching the puck you'd actually have to pass it with your stick gotcha okay that that 
because I was trying to figure it out. Okay, so what he would probably maybe he gloved it, and then then he like uh, you know uh, passed it out to him where he stopped it, then he passed it out to him on the side. Then so two players, I got That's it. That's an assist, I, right? Last two players, it sounds last like, two players to touch the puck, it, correct? Yeah, it sounds like it's a pretty rare rare feat, and for for your goalie, you guys, the Rangers, it also looks like dominated the power play. I mean, I mean for hockey, that yeah. sounds pretty critical. You got to. You know, when you go, you're a man up, I guess teams must practice this. I, I, I have to think they practice it or have some kind of strategy, but they. Oh, yeah, of course they do. Of course they do. Power play and uh, yeah. penalty killing is huge in the National Hockey League. I mean, the Rangers last night scored two goals in the first couple of minutes of the game. And for all intents and purposes, that was it. The game was over and they were both power play goals. So, yeah, no, it's a huge part of the game. And, you know, Carolina, conversely, their power play was horrible uh, in the uh, series against the Rangers. And that's why they ended up losing. Their power yeah. play was dreadful. You know, I, I listened to your podcast about, you know, fans banging on the glass. And, you know, it brought back a memory to me. I remember uh, Ty Domi, who was one of the, the big time yep. enforcers. And you probably, I'm sure yep. you know Ty Domi and there's somebody other, one of the guys. Some fans are giving him hell. He's in the penalty box and he's trying to work his bottom. And this fan yep. comes like almost over the top of the glass. The glass collapses yep. into, into the, where Domi yeah. starts wailing a tar on him. Hey, I was at a game. Uh, my brother and I were home on our college winter break, and my dad got us tickets. So the three of us were at Madison Square Garden for the Rangers and the Brewers, or the Brewers, the Bruins, okay? Uh, December, December of 79. Yeah. And the Boston Bruins players... At the end of the game, Terry O'Reilly and two uh, two other players, Stan Jonathan, if you can believe this, climbed over the glass at Madison Square Garden with their skates on, obviously, and went into the stands at Madison Square Garden. And I'll never yeah. forget that. 17,500 people standing on their seats at Madison Square Garden, all in unison, chanting boston sucks boston sucks it got so bad this is not, uh, you can't make this up it got so bad that the mounted police had to be called in outside the garden because the rangers fans were trying to tip over the bruins bus as the bruins were getting ready to leave the garden and they had to call the mounted police in because that's how uh, it was awful but terry you can look it up oh you can google God. it you can google New York or Boston Bruins players going into the stands at Madison Square Garden. And I'll never forget that scene. Uh, Terry O'Reilly, number 24. Stan Jonathan, I think, was number eight. Uh, and you can see them. Peter McNabb, I think, also went into the stands. It was unfreaking believable. You know, I did Google it because, you know, I listened to you for a lot of years. And you and Doug we're talking about yep. the malice in the palace. You guys have a conversation yep. and you brought this very situation up and then Doug Googled it. He goes, Oh my God, we got a new winner here. A new number one. Yep. He's watching these guys. Just went, yep. And I'll just say, you know, but yep. tight don't be man. And that was, then I went and Googled that one and I found it on sports center. And, uh, uh, one of the, they had it on sports center. They, they showed the clip and the, the fan, it collapses. Oh yeah. And, and you know, don't don't yep. tight Domi, man. <laughs> I, I you don't want to get in it. He was a, not a big guy, but man, he could he he was a 
he was a thug, man. He was he could he could wail on you. Yeah, well, his son, his son was his son was playing for Carolina. You know, his son plays for Carolina. He does? But uh, but yeah, but you know what? Uh, you didn't mess with Ty Domi. Uh, Ty was one of the real rough, tough customers. Uh, in the National Hockey League uh, for many years. So, yeah. No, absolutely. I remember that very well. I had uh, Sports Illustrated. I was, I, uh, I, uh, you know, so I had this magazine diplomat every week, and they had an article on Ty Domi. That's where I first read about him. And I remember Derek Bugard, the boogeyman for the, for the Rangers. He was another one. And, you know, I, mean, I might have to go go to get a pickup hockey. I'm tired of the divas. And I can't, you know, hockey's so old school. And I might just have to yep. take it up because my brother is a longtime NFL diehard. He'll tell you, Al, because he likes the Sharks. He's been to a lot of Sharks games. Because Al, there's nothing like hockey in person. Nope. I go, really? Especially Stanley Cup, especially the Stanley Cup playoffs. I'll tell you, yeah. do me a favor tonight. If you get a chance, if you get a chance on TNT, watch about a half hour of the Edmonton, Colorado game. It starts at uh, five o'clock. And just watch Connor McDavid, number 97 for Edmonton. The guy is absolutely magical. He's incredible. Yeah. I will, man. And you know what? That, that good, good luck to your Rangers. They've shown a lot, a lot of moxie up there. Congratulations on that one. And not just thinking there won't be never Antonio Brown, guys like that would never make it. Oh, my God. Team. Are you kidding me? They wouldn't make it through one shift. They would be, uh, first of all, they wouldn't be allowed on the locker room because their teammates would not allow him in a locker room. That stuff does not go on in the National Hockey yeah. League. It's all for one, one for all. Antonio Brown would last 10 seconds in the National Hockey League. And by the way, he's not alone. A lot of the NBA players, they also would last 10 seconds in a National Hockey League locker room. Not even yeah. close. And there are, listen, and, and yeah. you could say that about some baseball players too. Uh, hockey, hockey is a very unique sport in terms of how their yeah. players go about their business. And there is no, uh, there, there is no, uh, how do I want to say this? No individual individuality in terms of, you know, I'm better than you. No, that does not fly in the national hockey league. I love it, man. I'm going to try it. And I, and by the way, like real quick, I'll let you go. Thank you for taking it off. Uh, if you get Phil Mustick on your show, I'm still a podcast. I was la I was shaking my head about his comments. He doesn't pull any punches nope. about Josh Donaldson and nope. this other guy. Nope. And they're a couple of idiots to begin with. I'd love to if you could get Phil on on your podcast. Yeah, Phil does not. Phil on your podcast. Yeah, he doesn't do interviews. If he, once he retires, Ooh. once he retires from the New York Post, uh, then I then I will ask him. But not not while he is uh, there. He Phil is uh, because of his job, uh, because he has to be objective, being a media critic. He wow. does not do interviews. But he don't pull no punches. I mean, you brought up his his columns, and I've read some of them myself since you since you started bringing them up in your podcast. He's and, the best. You know, how he relates to things. He don't pull any punches. I'm surprised at that, though. He doesn't no. do interviews. He doesn't, he doesn't pull no, no punches, best. but he doesn't do interviews. Nope. Yeah. Thanks, Al. All right, buddy. Good luck. Thank you. Take Thank care. You. Yeah, Phil Mushnick. I love that guy. I mean, I don't always agree with everything he writes. But he's not afraid to put it out there. You know what I love about Phil? He makes he, he he deals in common sense. All right. And all of the woke crap that goes on in this country, Phil doesn't give a damn about that. And Phil puts it right out there. He doesn't care. Phil writes how he feels. And you know what else Phil does, which I really respect? Because we live in such a messed up society right now. Phil writes what a lot of us think, but are too afraid to vocalize it. So many people in this country are afraid. 
They're like living in their caves because they're afraid to come out and speak because of being canceled, because of the ramifications, because of being labeled. So Phil writes what a lot of us want to say, but are afraid to say. That's another thing I love about Phil Mushnick. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Guys, the best. All right, let's get to uh, Ryan. Right here on Listen App. Hey, Ryan, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. How you doing, Grant? Good, Ryan. What's up? Nothing much. Hey, uh, you know, not trying to bring up old wounds. You brought it up about the two-year anniversary. Um, I- I've told you many times what you said enlightened me because I did not realize that that was something that would be offensive. But do you ever regret responding to that tweet due to... DeMarcus is... Yeah, of course I do. Okay. Yeah, I I don't regret uh, saying all lives matter, every single one. But yeah, of course I regret it. Um, If I could go back in time, I would have stayed off social media for this reason. I loved living in Sacramento. I uh, I lived here for over half my life. Uh, I moved to Sacramento in 87. I started doing the Kings in 88. I loved my job. Uh, I loved living in Sacramento. My wife and I loved living here. Uh, my friends, my my two boys who were raised basically at Arco Arena and everything else. And so, like, do I wish that I still was doing that? Yeah, of course I do. But I've been told this by a lot of people. and. I would say almost everyone that's in my life or that I've come across when we talk about this, they all tell me the same thing. They say, Grant, everything happens for a reason. And you're going to look back at what happened to you and you're going to say it's the best thing that ever happened to you. Now, it hasn't happened yet, but it's only been two years and I have a very positive outlook and I think great things are ahead for me. So not everybody can be wrong. And a lot of these people that have told me this have also gone through very difficult experiences in life where they have been rock bottom and they come out of it and they all tell me the same thing. You're going to look back at this and you're going to say that this is the best thing that ever happened to you. And again, as it's been two years, I can't make that claim yet. But I believe in my heart, I will be saying that at some point in the near future. So I have a very positive outlook about that. Uh, But do I regret it? You know, 
when I say do I regret it, I don't regret speaking my belief about all lives matter, every single one, because that's how I was raised. I've been, I've gone over this time and time again. It's how my dad and my mother raised us. Uh, my dad was about equality. My dad was a civil rights activist. My religion being a Unitarian Universalist, the first principle in my religion of seven principles is the inherent worth and dignity of every person. So that's one of the first things I learned in life, the inherent worth and dignity of every person. That's why I started my foundation. It's why I've sent over 100 kids to college, many of whom, by the way, are minorities. It's the fabric of who I am and what I stand for. So I don't regret this six words, but I do regret the fact that because of that, okay, I lost my career. Does that make sense? No, it does. I mean, I it, yeah, you lost your career in terms of the radio show and being the announcer for the Kings. Right. But I mean, you you still have a career in front of you. You're doing great things right now. But I, I guess do you, do you think you were baited? Because that that's how a lot yeah, of, of us course. here in Sacramento feel. Yes, I was baited. I was baited. Um, I didn't realize it at the time, but uh, yes, uh, I think it's very obvious that I was baited. Uh, again, I didn't. I, at the, at that point in time, I didn't really stop to give it thought uh, about being baited because I did not believe, I did not believe that me saying all lives matter, every single one would be taken by some the way it was. In other words, I didn't have any idea, not even one in a million idea that some looked at all lives matter as counter to black lives matter. Never, never knew that, never entered my mind. It wasn't the intent of my tweet. The intent of my tweet, which I have explained on previous podcasts was, hey, let's cut the crap out in this country. Let's put our arms around one another. Let's all come together because we all are people. We're all human beings and we need to come together and we need to help one another out. And that's why I put all lives matter every single one, because that's how I feel. I believe that all lives matter, every single one. So that was the intent of my tweet. And, and I, you know, I, I'm not gonna sit here and speak for everybody. I've told you this before, that was an eye opener for me. I did not realize that that would be offensive. Well, um, and, I've heard uh, that from so know. many people, like you can't believe how many people have told me the exact same thing, but sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, go ahead. No, I, it was a complete eye-opener to me. And, you know, it was right before, and I, I'm not sure if you were still in sack at that time. You probably were, because it was right in the middle of everything. But, you know, there were protests that were going on through neighborhoods, and there were threats of protests going yeah. through neighborhoods. And, you know, yeah. we, my wife and I had that same thought. All lives matter. And it infuriated people, and it was just very difficult to comprehend. I mean, these things are very tricky to negotiate. So... Um, anyways, I'm going to digress, uh, cause you did mention your friend who you always talked about on your show. That's an MLB umpire. What's he think about bringing in basically the computers to rule balls and strikes? Uh, well, he just knows it's inevitable. All right. It's, um, it's not really what he thinks as a much as, uh, it's going to be inevitable. I believe I speak for all umpires because I've known through him. I've spoken to quite a few uh, about this. It's just where we are uh, as a society 
with being so technologically advanced. It will take the um, a lot of the expertise and to a degree fun out of their job. If I can use the word fun, I don't know if they would use the word fun, uh, but it's not even a matter how they feel about it. It's a matter of they know it's coming. It's part of the deal. And if they don't like it, they can do something else. So they've kind of become relegated to it. They've kind of like said, hey, this is the wave of the future. Uh, it's going to happen. And that's the way it's going to be. You know, plain and simple. That's the way it's going to be. The one thing I've learned after meeting my friend, Brian, I didn't realize how much punishment umpires take from their job. And I'm not talking about verbal abuse. I'm talking about physical punishment behind the plate. My friend Brian has had multiple concussions. Uh, he's had neck issues from getting hit with foul balls. Uh, he's had a broken toe, uh, but he has had multiple head injuries from foul balls. As a matter of fact, he was doing a Washington Nationals game uh, a couple of years ago in the ninth inning, and I can't remember the closer for Washington, came into the game. And through a 94-mile-an-hour fastball, the catcher got crossed up on a sign, and the ball hit Brian smack in the mask right at the forehead level, knocked him backwards off his feet, okay? And he suffered a concussion from that. Uh, but getting hit with foul balls off of areas of your body that are not protected, these guys get beat up a lot. And there are a lot of umpires that uh, sustain injuries throughout the year. So it's not all glamorous and fun uh, like you might think. Here's the other issue. They don't come off the field during a game. So if it's 95 degrees and they're on second base or third mm -hmm. base or first base or behind the plate and the game goes four hours, they don't come off the field. You know, so people think, oh, gee, what a cush job. It's not a cush job. All right. Uh, they do a three game series. You know, like, for instance, I'll give you an example. My, my, my friend did a Yankee Red Sox game on a Sunday night and then had to be in San Francisco the next day uh, for a Giants game that night. So, you know, there's a lot of travel. Um, you know, they're well compensated. They have good benefits, good pensions. So I'm not asking you to feel sorry for them, but there's another side to umpiring that a lot of fans have no comprehension of. I, I appreciate you sharing that. That's a great point. I mean, you look at some of the catchers sometimes, and they've got more padding on yep. than the umpires yes, they do. do, and they take a ball and – you know, they're, they're down and the umps checking yep. on them. So, yep. uh, you know, umpires are not professional athletes. They're umpires. So I think that that's, that's very, correct. very, um, good insight. So thanks Grant. I'll, uh, let everybody, uh, take some time and thanks, have a great rest of the day, brother. You too. Thank you very yep. much. Really appreciate it. All right. Let's get to, uh, Jerry right here on listen app. Hey Jerry, how are you today? I'm fine. Grant. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thank you. You know, Grant, all lives matter, every single one. You know, I told you before, uh, you, know, you didn't do anything wrong that day. I can't believe it's been two years already. Oh, my Lord. Where does the time go, Grant? Yep. Unbelievable, isn't it? Two years. Yep. It was on a Sunday night two years ago, wow. May 31st. Grant, uh, you know what? There was a question I wanted uh, to ask you here for quite some time now. And, uh, you know, and I mean this all with all due respect to you. Um, do you think if a person of color would have said the same thing, uh, let's say, for instance, Mark Jones, he was asked that same question. Do you think he would have been fired from his job? Of course not. Everybody knows that. Of course not. There's a double standard in this society. Uh, we live in a very hypocritical society. Speaking about Mark Jones, I mean, look at the tweets he's put out. 
since I lost my job in the last two years. His his social media and his tweets are borderline. And again, I, I, I'm very cognizant of what I'm saying here. His tweets, you could make an absolute substantial argument that his tweets have been flat out racist over the last two years. As a matter of fact, uh, there have been some that have written stories on Mark Jones and have called him racist. His tweets are absolutely disgusting, uh, celebrating the ACL of Nick Bosa because Nick was a Trump supporter, okay, and and, and no, retweeted how happy no he was that Nick Bosa tore his ACL because he wouldn't be able to stand for the national anthem anymore, okay? That's disgusting. He, he celebrated the death of Rush Limbaugh. All right. Um, he uh, said that he didn't want his police escort in September of 2020 going to his college football game because he didn't want to be shot. All right. Um, I mean, it would go back. You can it's just, you know what? Just Google Mark Jones tweets and just read some of the stories on him. And he's the guy that replaced me. Now, think about this. I get I, I, I resigned from the Kings. I got fired from Bonneville, but my career ended because I put all lives matter every single one on a tweet. And Mark Jones retweets a uh, celebratory tweet of Nick Bosa tearing his ACL, celebrates the death of Rush Limbaugh, called President Trump a white supremacist terrorist, all right, and then says that he did not want his police escort on the way to the college football game because he didn't want to get shot by the police. Seriously. And that's the guy that's doing your Sacramento Kings games how do you feel about that, Kings fans? I know how I would feel. I can tell you that. Grant, uh, Mark Jones was doing Game Seven of the Celtics Heat, and uh, oh, I mean, I mean, it's it, it's you know, it's brutal to even listen to him when he's doing the Kings games. Uh, and and where is ESPN, Grant? When when they obviously they know what this man is saying. Uh, no, they don't care because he's black. They don't care if they no, if you no. if you are if you're woke if you're if you're on the left. And you are a person of color at ESPN. You have carte blanche to do whatever you want. Exhibit A, Mark Jones. Exhibit B, Stephen A. Smith. All right. Has Stephen A. Smith been suspended for any of his outrageous oh, wow. remarks, such as the ones that he made against the Nigerian basketball team or Shohei Otani or nothing? Nothing happens to him at all. And I can go on and on. And there are a lot of things I like about Stephen A. Smith. So I'm just trying to be fair here. You know me. I'm always objective. I always try to be fair. But Mark Jones, are you kidding me? I mean, uh, by the right. way, the reason why he was doing game seven, uh, Mike Breen had tested positive for COVID. And uh, that's why uh, Mark lives, if you can believe this, Mark lives in South Florida. So he was right there and he ended up doing the game. Okay. Okay. Um, Grant, let me ask you something. Um, so, oh, oh boy, uh, ESPN, I mean, I, I, so them not doing anything when these guys are saying what they're saying, you know, it's just going to make it even worse as time goes on. It's, it's just Listen, look, very at, look at Rachel Nichols. Look at Rachel Nichols. She got canceled, okay, uh, for her incident oh, two God. years ago. Uh, I mean, or excuse me, last year from something that happened in the bubble two years ago. She got canceled. I mean, I can go on and on. There were numerous examples of hypocrisy and double standards at ESPN. Numerous examples. I mean... I mean, just you can Google them. It's 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 outrageous. It's disgraceful. That's why I will not turn on ESPN. I I, told, I did a whole podcast on this. You know, at the women's NCAA tournament. Okay, they had a moment of silence, two minutes on an ESPN telecast. Okay, over the "Don't Say Gay" bill in Florida. 
in the middle of a women's college basketball game. But those same reporters, those same commentators that wanted to protest about the don't say gay bill in Florida are mum and silent about the NBA going to play a game in the United Arab Emirates where homosexuality is illegal. And are you ready for this? Punishable by death. Have you heard anyone wow. from ESPN come out and speak on that? Hell no, you haven't. There are a bunch of freaking hypocrites over there. Nope. Wow. Grant, uh, let me ask you something. Uh, where would I go to if I wanted to leave a comment uh, to ask why the Sacramento Kings are having Matt Barnes as the pregame? Uh, one of the guys that talks about the, the game going to happen. Where, uh, Grant, where, uh, where can I go you know, to? I, to the best of my knowledge, and I don't know this to be factual, Matt Barnes is uh, an employee of NBC Sports California in the Bay Area. So I don't believe, okay. and I don't know this for sure, I don't okay. believe that he is an employee of the Kings. But in your, in your whatever, your email or whatever, you should ask NBC Sports California if they condone domestic violence and if they condone a man hitting a woman and see if you get a response. All right. I would be curious to know if you do. Yeah, guarantee you. Guarantee you. I will not grant. Guarantee well, if you, you do, you let me know. Response. <laughs> You know, Grant, I'm going to say it one more time. All lives matter, my friend, every single one. Keep up the great work. Amen. Thank you, Jerry. Appreciate it. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Great call. Yeah, I mean, what, 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 what a, what, ESPN's a joke. And again, I, won't, I don't watch ESPN unless, unless there's a live sporting event on. All right. I'm not going to lie to you. I watched game seven last night on ESPN, even though I had a 540 a.m. flight today. It didn't matter. I, I was no way I'm not. Although I knew the game was over, you know, when the third period started. But still. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm transparent. I do watch ESPN uh, for live sports. I really do. So anyway, if you want to get on before I adjourn the show today, uh, now is your time to do it as it has been a very long day for me and i still got a lot of things i have to do but there's nothing more i enjoy doing than speaking to you because you guys are loyal supporters and i post this up on my uh, podcast platform and i've been really really uh pleased with how many people listen to these shows uh, after they are on live so i i can't thank you enough for all of your phone calls for your participation uh it really means a lot to me and of course what would be a a, a show without talking to my buddy, John. Hey, John, how are you? I'm doing great, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Hey, how was your long weekend? Did you do any golfing? Nope, no golfing. I actually uh, hurt my back uh, about uh, 10 days ago, and so I've not been able to swing a club, but it's all good. 
stayed in and uh, watched a lot of uh, the uh, sports over the weekend. So I, I was happy. I had a, I actually had a very good weekend. Yeah. Um, sorry to hear you backwards. Glad to hear you got to relax a little bit. And some of the sports, did you uh, catch Jimmy Butler on Friday? You know how I love that guy. That guy looked amazing on Friday. Yeah, I didn't and, watch any of the basketball, but I, I'm very well aware of it. I mean, the guy is unbelievable. I mean, what he did in game six, uh, pretty remarkable. You know, he's he, – yeah, he, he's, 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 but I was watching hockey. Any, anytime the hockey's on, I'm watching hockey. Just so you know, if hockey's going head-to-head with anything else, I'm watching hockey. So, But Jimmy Butler is an amazing player. Well, yeah, I've been watching a lot of – I've been watching a lot of French Open too. You yeah. know, I'm the big tech guy yeah. also. I actually just got yep. finished watching a Rafa Nadal just took care of Djokovic in the quarterfinals. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. What an epic, yep. That was an epic match. The second set, the way Djokovic came back, it, it, it was a lot of fun to see. Fun to yep. see. And the guys like each other in that yep. sport, you know? Yep, absolutely. Yep. Kind of nice to see. Which, Whichever, you know, everybody in the whole freaking world should m- watch more tennis and realize, you know what? All lives matter, every single freaking one, because they do. Amen to that. Amen. Amen. Hey, buddy. Well, Have a great week. Thanks, John. Good hearing from you, buddy. Always good hearing from you. Really appreciate it. Thanks, everyone, for listening today. I really appreciate it. I will try to do a show tomorrow if I can. All right. So you'll just have to bear with me on that. I'm going to do my best. If not, I'll be back with you uh, on Thursday. Love your support. Thank you so much for listening. Make it a great day, everybody. So long. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.